Hello and welcome to another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal canon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski. With me, as always, the Indigo Angel, Jennifer Sosha. Hello. And the original Roach Rider, Mr. Matt Nas. Keep it rolling, baby. There we go. Today we are back with you. We are back talking about new metal on the Roach Coach Podcast. And we're talking about somebody that this guy, every time he shows up on the show, he just walks straight up into that cannon, baby. Roots in the cannon. Soulfly self-titled. In the cannon. Soulfly primitive. In the canon. In the canon. That's right. That's the, right. The Max Cavalera book. In the junk drawer. That's right. You got to have a copy in the junk drawer. Just flip through it. Find something wild. Something Max said. So now here we are with the third Soulfly album entitled Three. We're going to talk all about this record today. Talk about Max. Talk about communing with the earth get all into it but before we get to that we have got to talk about who's tweeting who's tweeting who is more importantly jenny who's recommending who's recommending who is i'll tell you uh sonok says hey guys hope y'all are doing well been a while since i've emailed i heard the saturated album review by breaking benjamin although if you guys want to review a legit heavy new alternative metal by the band please review phobia the band is known for down tuning their sound on that album as compared to previous material hopefully you guys will enjoy this more than saturate thanks bye (laughs) uh thank you very much and i'm certain we'll listen someday Someday. Someday we'll definitely get around to that one. Also, we got an email from Salvador who said the subject of his email is the underground raw side of new metal. Ooh. This this definitely caught my eye in the old email inbox today. He says, hey, guys, I'm a fan of the show. Thank you. Thank you. I, I made this list to show the heavier and more underground side of new metal. I like more of the metal slash hardcore influence side of new metal than the rap hip hop stuff, with some exceptions. These bands, in my honest opinion, do deserve to be in the canon and would be a great addition to the activate the pit section of new metal. Some of these bands are from Latin America, so keep the lyrics in mind. Most of these bands do not have any mainstream information, so I use Discogs as my source as well as the country they are from. Also, most are on YouTube, as these are rare to find in the U.S., so I'll post links to, except for Soulfly. Fun fact, new metal never died in Latin America and some parts of Eastern Europe. There was no come down years for it in those countries. Good to know. Good to know. And he lists uh, a few albums for us. Uh, Soulfly 3. Well, we're doing it right now, so you're welcome. Uh, Soulfly Prophecy. Um, Aggression. And their album, Sir, from Venezuela. A band called Wilt. And their album, The Herman Fibs. And that is apparently a, a U.S. band. Uh, Natura. Their album, Furia del Alma is from peru and a band um whose name is an acronym but it spells out animal and their album animal six and uh they're from argentina kick ass so we got some we got some more bands to check out for the long list 
And Jenny, let's we gotta listen to at least one of these boys. Obviously mm-hmm. not the Soulfly we're doing it. Which one which one are you feeling? Which one do you think we should we should dip into? I think well, let's see here. Maybe how about aggression? All right. All right. Aggression. The album is called Sir. Oh, there is a an accent over the O. And so I believe this band's name is pronounced Aggression. Okay. I like there it. There we go. I like that. Oh man. <laughs> These song titles. <laughs> Holy shit. The first song on this album is called AIDS. I don't know if I want to hear that one. You know what? They got a song called Pump Up the Jam. Matt, can you find that one? We're going to find out together. Okay. If it's a cover of Pump Up the Jam, that's hilarious. Here's Aggression with Pump Up the Jam. I mean... It is. (laughs) Nothing more new metal than a cover. Pump up the jam, pump it out. Oh my god, I love it. Oh wow. Oh my gosh. Jenny, what are you thinking right now? I I'd love to check out more. I suspect that perhaps Pump Up the Jam wasn't what Salvador had in mind when he made the recommendation. But uh I'm all in. I'd love I'd love to hear more. All right. Well, we're going to we're definitely going to hear more from those guys. I I think very soon cuz that uh that has once again wet my appetite for more aggression. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Well, you know what? We got some nothing face feedback, Jenny. Nothing we face sure feedback. Feedback, but no. Oh, uh, we sure did. <laughs> I'll just respond to myself there. Uh, Austin, <laughs> with little tiny voices. Uh, <laughs> all right. Austin says, I've been waiting for this episode since I discovered the podcast a year and a half ago. Nothing Face is one of my favorite bands, so I was a little upset that only one song made it into canon. That said, I can definitely see how discovering the album when I was 14 could skew my reaction compared to if I discovered it now in my 30s. I knew the changing would be divisive, but I feel like my ticket home built on the foundations of nothing face. I definitely understood where the sameness was felt as my friend and I had what we referred to as the nothing face beat that is the most prevalent on this album. Basically the chorus of dead like me. I personally like how they play with dynamics. All told, I feel the critique was fair, even though it didn't line up with my own. I think their next album, Skeletons, has some of their best songs, but also their weakest. It'll be interesting to hear the discussion on that one, because I feel like it's a solid 50-50 for songs that should go in. Ooh, wow. La la. Wow. Uh, thank you, Austin. Uh, Jeffrey Thomas says, I love little moments such as this. Lauren says, Matt had his hands in the air as if signaling a goal. And Matt says, I was very excited. Very Here in excited. The clip, <laughs> hearing <laughs> the clips, I'm going to have to give the album a go through. I'm meat hooked in. Love it. All right. David Brown says, one of my favorite albums from this era. Jen hit the nail on the head with her comment of how patience is rewarded with some amazing writing deep in the songs. 
In fact, one of the best was missed around three minutes into For All the Sin, which was called Quite a Slow Boy, but has one of the heaviest parts and best riffs scream on the album after the movie sample. I think you're evil. Evil. (laughs) It's better than that on the album. Uh, You did the album proud with this episode, and I even agree with some of the only gripes, being that you have to be in the right mood for the lyrical content. And certainly the style they play. I love this band so much and still spin this and the skeleton and skeletons often. R.I.P. Matt Holt. Frowning face. No doubt. Agreed. And thank you, David. Thank you, David. Uh, And finally, Ben Rusky says, was so stoked to see this pop up as the album today. Fair assessments all around. First major label release. So I'm sure that's why there was a turn towards more sun courses. Those payoff endings really translated live, though. Saw them twice on this tour cycle, and they were great both times. I vaguely remember Matt Holt asking the crowd if they liked to smoke weed before playing Blue Skin. So I think <laughs> Matt's assessment was pretty spot on. This is turning into a song meanings comment, so I gotta go. <laughs> gotta go. Hashtag Macbeth Metal. Nice. There uh, we go. There it is. Thank you, Ben. And thank you, everybody, for writing in and saying hello. Keep on saying hello to us online, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or Roach Coach on all of those. Or send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. Send those racks, baby. We love to hear them. I mean, especially if you've got Pump Up the Jam covers, get those over to us. For what sure. Are, what other is, – is, is, uh, is somebody covering – what was that song they used to play before the, um, the Bad Boys era – pistons games the hitman do you remember that song it was like a dance song sort of like uh sort of like pump up the jam or do you, or is that just more something i remember from my childhood i think I it's something I, that you remember yeah that I, I feel you're alone yeah. okay <laughs> fair enough know. how's that i just feel? remember <laughs> oh my gosh i'm, I'm certain just, there are people screaming right now yeah like they remember it's just not me or matt I, yeah i yeah i just remember they, they used it a lot in uh in like uh, TV like bumper ads for like tonight at six the Pistons take on the Pacers and they would play this song and I think it was called the Hitman and it was like a dance like that sort of AB Logic AB Logic that's who sang it wow my brain just like was like that's who sang it Lauren just right to the front Um, because I think my dad bought the CD because he heard the song and somehow dad's being dads he figured it out hold it what was it called the Hitman Uh, the Hitman, I'm pretty sure, was what the song was called, and the group was called AB Logic, and it was like one of those like Euro dance things, like the Technotronic and their ilk. Maybe you want to put Labouche in that category, mm. but La- but Labouche was more of like actual like you knew who the people like I don't know who was in AB Logic, like, I don't know who the people were. CNC Music Factory, kind of that same thing. Common stuff we talk well, we do talk about Labouche a lot on this show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here's AB Logic with The Hitman. Oh my god, this is going to take me back. I'm sure they didn't play this part. Watch out for The Hitman. Watch out for The Hitman. <laughs> you remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. So. (laughs) 
Remember when that was just what you needed to do to have a hit? Yeah. Wake uh, up. Put on your shoes. It's time to go out. It's the afternoon. Wake up. Hot girl next to you. Shake your body. Let's do it. And then I, the course is like, watch out for the hitman. Yeah. Well, you should. I was watching 2020 before I came in here. <laughs> watch out for the hitman. <laughs> watch out for the hitman. Wouldn't have been an episode if somebody was doing that. Um, I love thinking of your dad buying this CD, Lauren. <laughs> oh, this is <laughs> going listen, to a my dad, house. My dad, my dad was the king of hearing a bumper on the radio, sitting there with the tape player ready to hit record then taking it to Harmony House or Blockbuster Music and playing it for the guy uh, multiple times until they figured it out. And let me tell you, wow. they always figured it out. My of course dad they got did. S- my dad got so many albums that were just being used as like background and bumpers and stuff that people were like, yeah, we're not going to play this song on the radio, but we'll use it in a bumper. And my dad would hear it go, oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. That's the one. That's the one right there. So, yeah, that CD got played a lot when I was in, like, fifth grade in my house. <laughs> um, okay. Well, that was a digression I did not anticipate, but Pump Up the Jam just took it there. So You yeah. can't bring up AB, <laughs> AB Logic without hearing the Hitman. <laughs> you can't. You can't. I'm going to – oh, man, when we're done recording, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look at that thing up on uh, <laughs> wait, listen to it's on tonight. YouTube. Oh, perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect. All right. Well, it's time now in the show to talk about the album of the week. Three by Soulfly. Jenny, when did this album come out? This album was released on June 25th, 2002. That's the come down. That sure is. That is indeed the come down. Uh, Jenny, real quick recap, because it's been, it's been a minute since we've done Soulfly on the show. Quick, just history with Soulfly, and if possible, any history with uh, number three. Uh, I do not have any history with this album specifically. My history with Soulfly is that um, outside of the show, I've been aware of them. Uh, I, I think I made fun of people for liking them, and it turns out they're great. <laughs> so I'm an <laughs> asshole as my history with them um and that's it lauren how about you uh yeah once again they were a band that i was always aware of but never really dug into until we started doing the show and you know obviously going back to sepultura as well since then fell in love max is a gift saw Soulfly live incredible experience yeah so yeah but this album i yeah did not have any any experience with this record um, so this was a brand new listen for me. Matt. Jenny, same. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but did see Sepultura live uh, open for ministry on the uh, Chaos AD album cycle. And over the course of the four years of this show, Max Cavalera has become an important part of our lives. So don't know three, but I'm um, looking forward to hearing this one. All right. So, uh, Jenny, why don't you tell us who is in Soulfly on this album? On this album, Soulfly is our boy Max Cavalera on lead vocals, guitar, and, and several other instruments throughout. Uh, Marcelo Diaz on bass guitar, backing vocals, and lots of other things. Uh, Mikey Doling on guitar and percussion, and Roy Migora on drums and percussion. 
There we go. Producer on this record, Max. That's right. There it is. Get out of his way. I got this one, boys. He's behind the boards, and he's saying, I got this one. I'm doing it. But he did call in some friends. He called in one Terry Date to do the mixing, and one Toby Wright to do some mixing as well. Well, looky there. Old friends. Called in some some old friends. So, yes, we have that. Jenny, genre tags for this bad boy. Uh, Genre tags here are new metal, alternative metal, and groove metal. There we go. Um, So I have a physical copy of the album here. This was bought brand new from, why am I blanking? Jenny, it's your favorite place out near where you grew up. Why am I blanking? Oh, Rock of Ages? Rock of Ages. I picked this up at Rock of Ages for, I'm pretty sure, like 13 bucks. It was brand new. And uh, I was like, oh, good. You know, I'm going to get the max. You know, I'm going to get the artwork. I'm going to get the lyrics. And I'm also going to get some thank yous. Well, Max had something else in mind with this (laughs) one, you guys. Because (laughs) he has the thank yous. But the the, uh, artwork underneath it is some sort of... um, what I'd call like a, a honeycomb grid in very tiny circles that makes everything almost impossible to read. Work for it. I'm trying. I can make out little things. I can see the word Deftones in there. I can see... Oh, you apparently it's like a magic eye thing. You've got to hold it about a foot away from your face. Corey and Slipknot. Sean Lennon. Motorhead. Kerrang! dr strings soulfly tribe all right that's all i can do my eyes are bleeding is dr strings Uh, dr strings or is uh, it dr strings um i can't find i can't find it again i'm sorry this is impossible no don't oh my god don't apologize i was just curious i cannot get over how hard it is to read this oh there's a parent like there's a there's a Oh, man, there's an R.I.P. thing at the end. I'm trying to see who he's saying R.I.P. to. Obviously, Dana is R.I.P'd. Oh, Lynn Strait. If you guys could see me, I look like an 80-year-old man, like, putting on his readers, trying to <laughs> I'm going to send you thing. some readers. <laughs> Please do. Um, oh, Lane Staley is 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 given, a, is given an R.I.P. Okay. That's, that's what I can make out. Oh, wait, there's a thing on the back. So Oh, yeah, so the front cover is... What is described as an Om, a spiritual icon in Indian religions that also happens to look like the number three. But Max said the original title of the album was Downstroy after the opening track, and he later stated that he regretted changing the album's title. Jenny, thoughts? I'm going to say I think Downstroy is a better title, but... I'd care. I wouldn't care to to revisit how I've entitled things that I've created. So, yeah, you know, mm. hey. And I would say that it, we can safely say they are dr strings because I went to the website and it's capital D, capital R. All right. So. I just wanted to make sure we weren't taking any sort of <laughs> certification or degree away from Mister Strings away from some strings or Miss Strings or you know just strings. 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 They. <laughs> They strings. They any strings. strings. <laughs> any any strings that earn a, a, a doctoral anything. 
deserves to be recognized as such. A lot of respect uh, for strings in this house. Tons. Tons, tons of, definitely tons of uh, string respect. Um, on the back, it does say dedicated to God. I believe every album is dedicated to God, if I, if I remember correctly. And we have a prayer to St. Michael the Archangel. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and of course, a, uh, there's a picture of D'Lo in the inside. R.I.P. D'Lo. We will certainly be talking about him in a little bit. And uh, there's one picture where you see the whiteboard in the recording studio with all of the song titles down. And it what looks to be, it looks like they were rating how things were being done with little picture emojis. So basically, to fit with what Max has said about making albums, which if you've not listened to our mega opus Soulfly episode, where we talk about the self-titled record and also talk about the book, Max had a great time making every single album, and every single album turned out great. That is what he says about every single time and of his life. Yeah. So, like all other albums, Max making this record had the best time. Had the best time. Pictures bear it out. Pictures bear it out. Commercially, this record sold 195,000 copies, which is not a ton, but I think this is at a point where. Max has kind of fit into the, I'd say, connecting to his niche audience who is here for Max no matter what. But he isn't really, um, well, we're going to get into it because because Max talks about a lot of this stuff in the lyrics. One other thing to mention, reception-wise, um, while the reviews um, rating-wise all sound mixed, Spin is 6 out of 10, Enemy is 6 out of 10, Alternative Press is 7 out of 10, all of the quotes are glowing. Spin said that there's something undeniably thrilling about an Ozfest demagogue who champions dignity as a human right and makes a maxim like faith is a weapon his rallying cry. The band remains a hard-charging, tribal-drumming monster fierce enough to kick the bulldozers out of the rainforest. Three could be the charm for Soulfly. That sounds more than six out of ten. That's, that's glowing. A gl- glowing. Yeah. Um, CMJ just said this one is a winner. Don't miss out. I don't know. I feel like maybe the CMJ guy didn't show up that day and his like really um, enthusiastic and encouraging grandma wrote that one. Like, don't miss out. Honey. This one, this one's a winner. So it's a winner. Don't, don't miss, miss out. I think it's time. I think it's time to dig into these tracks. Let's do it. Uh, the first track is called Downstroy. Fighting for your soul, if anyone is yours Arm in arm, I and I and all Fire is with me, bleed for your belief Jump on and bleed with me Okay, well, the pit is activated, but I couldn't, uh, it's like shock and awe, <laughs> just a full, oh, yeah. just a full assault where you're like, yeah, mayhem is occurring. Woo, what a ripper. Holy shit. I would say this is a hot open, perhaps definitely top five hot open. <laughs> <laughs> very yeah, hot open this is a very hot open um i'm not a coffee drinker you guys 
a little about me. So my first listen to this album was on a, on a Monday morning. I decided to pop this boy into the CD player on my drive to work. I was awoken. <laughs> I yeah. feel sleep, less sleep tired. <laughs> it's, yeah, there's no, I thought like, oh, is he going to ease us in? No, no, no. Mm-mm. It's called Downstroy. The, 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 let's just get into these lyrics right away, Jenny. Fighting for your soul, defending what is yours, arm and arm, eye and eye and all, fire is within, bleed for your belief, come on and bleed with me. Bleed with me. Who am oh I to God. say no? Who am I to say no? Incredible stuff. I was taken right away. That flutter noise, it's like, it's like he heard all these sirens. And he said, well, I like the siren vibe, but I'm doing something else. I'm going to use I'm going to use some of my heritage instruments to create this siren vibe without using a siren, because that's what I got from it. Is that what you got, Jenny? I was like, siren. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) We all know Jenny loves a siren. I do. And and that was enough for me. I was like, not trying to think any harder about it. So I'm glad that you guys are here. (laughs) Because I was just like, this is pretty sweet. (laughs) This song rips. (laughs) Yep. That was it. Uh, Yeah. So songmeanings.com. I mean, only three comments, but everybody showed up um jenny do you want to read this incredible comment from master of puppets 80 of course i do i feel like we had a similar reaction so uh master of puppets 80 on september 28 2002 said i'm the first fucking person to comment on this song oh come on the song kicks ass it's great to play when you're pissed off at this fucked up world like i often am there it is. you just want to scream at the top of your fucking lungs and destroy every fucking thing in sight i mean this comment ages well <laughs> <laughs> great song uh, <laughs> it's a fine wine of a comment i i would i would dare to say this comment is timeless <laughs> i mean ever I green that comment <laughs> when you're pissed off at the fucked up world that's all art for always oh, <laughs> like, period that's it uh yeah i mean downstroy in 2002 useful relevant downstroy in 2020 in the middle of the pandemic useful relevant there we go oh boy all right so matt is a uh, matt max um max has once again given us an incredibly hot open let's just keep it going all right up next we've got seek and strike Here we go, 
in the song I should jump to. You let him you let him go a little bit longer, and then we'll get that chorus, baby. Do you hear that, all you singing motherfuckers? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think the only thing to really say after you hear this song the first time is to say to anyone who's close by, strike! Because what else could you say? What else could you say? Another Jenny, ripper. Another ah! ripper. I, uh, I love it. You know, I have had nothing but time to cry scout these. And uh, if you don't know what a Christgau challenge is, uh, it's listening to the album once on normal speakers, once on headphones, and once doing some kind of activity. I've been jogging my little butt all over my neighborhood because it's the only thing that keeps me from freaking out. And uh, this was a great one to run around to. I, I thought this song was great. Uh, it was very, it was like very fun and very bouncy. I loved it. Lauren, what did you think? I wrote in my notes, oh yes, bring the drop to me. The moment that little T's riff starts at the top, I said, oh, you know what? It's that thing of when I put this album on, I was like, oh, I'm in safe hands. I know, I, I know that the Max is going to deliver the goods. And the goods were delivered. The here we go, it's, it's that thing again of like, here's a no-brainer. How, how come no one's done this before? I mean, if they have... Probably not as good as this. Incredible. I love it. We got a bounce in the chug. Max is just, he's on his shit. Uh, there's a moment at 305 where he drops a different type of chuggy riff. And I, I noticed that this song, this song is a, is a, a little, it's longer. It's, um, let me just check it. Yeah, this song is, a, well, not super long, but it's four minutes and 28 seconds. And I could see someone arguing, well, he kind of does the bit and then he loops it again. But the thing is, with these Max riffs and with these Max lyrics, yeah, I'll take four and a half minutes of this. I'll take five and a half minutes of this. Yeah, keep it going in comparison to like the Metallica critique where it's like, all right, just wrap the song up, gentlemen. Um, but yeah, I'll take it. I don't know. It's just a party. It's just yeah. I'm ready to go. Max, I, I think the Soulfly brings a different type of energy than we got from Metallica yeah. and Saint Anger. Yes. Max has a vibe about him, just like, you know, like a vibe of inclusion, a vibe of like, yeah, it is a party, but it's a different kind of party. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And he's, it's, he, he's been doing this for so long. He knows what to keep. You know what I mean? Like so far in this record, I know we're only two songs in, but it's like, he knows what the fuck he's doing. He's not get like, oh, I wonder if I just play. He's like, nope, here you go. Here's two rippers <laughs> right off the top. 
Yeah. He's no Papa Hat singing an invisible kid. <laughs> if if Max see okay, this is what I'd like to do. I'd like to have a show where I make bands swap and play each other's albums because I bet if we had Soulfly do Sane Anger, I think like Matt, Max saying shoot me again I ain't dead yet I'd probably be like he's not he's, he's straight not. like Rasputin he's like not gonna die he cut off a piece of dread and put it in the bullet hole he's fine yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah that who that that would be something yeah honestly I would just watch a show where every week Max plays somebody else's albums and maxes it up. I'd be down for that. I bet that'd be great. Start with said anger. Perfect. Yeah. 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 Well, the thing also to notice, though, is that Max is incredibly prolific. He's always making stuff. It seems like he never has writer's block, and he always has some idea behind the record of what he wants to do. Like, he shows up in the studio, and he's just like, you know, with this record, I mean, all I want to do is just thrash. You know, I just want to make thrash stuff. And then it's like, okay, cool. And then he makes a thrash record. And then another one, he's like, I, you know, I want to do this. And I was working with this person and they inspired me, you know. Um, yeah, the guy, uh, the guy's just on a different wavelength. And uh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, songmeanings.com. Um, a few old friends showed up. Jenny, your old buddy Quiff Porn is here again. Whoa, Quiff Porn. Thank, um, thank God. I, I don't know if you wanted to read that comment. There is only one comment on this oh. uh, this one that, that feels important to me. Okay, go <laughs> um, ahead. <laughs> Highway Child says, love this song. It makes me want to get involved in a revolution. I'd say start one, but I'd be a terrible leader. <laughs> I always thought it was shut the fuck up and fight, but jump does sound right. Oh, well. Kick-ass song either way. I just love the awareness. Like, I'd start a revolution, but I'd be a bad leader. <laughs> Maybe that means that you'd be a decent leader. I don't know. At least you're thinking about it. Thanks, Highway Child. Was there one yeah. that you liked, Lauren? That was the one I liked as well. That was the one I had written down. We are on a wavelength of best comments, I think, here. So let's just keep it rocking. Let's keep it rolling. All right. Up next, we've got Enter Faith. No! Frustration turning, turning around Slapping the feet, moving the ground All the barriers above Unexplained, it can be full Now! Motivation comes from beyond Purity do you hear that, you whack motherfucking bands? <laughs> I feel Matt's coming Matt, for you. Matt, Matt, I gotta tell you, people at home don't see your face when these songs are starting. And like, sometimes we do the show, Matt, and we can see your soul leave your body. Yes. Your soul is not only going back into your body, but you're gaining new souls. Like other souls uh, are am, like, whoa, we got to get in this guy's body because he's listening to some fucking rippers. Well, it's it's rare that I do this, but this is a straight up applied pit, implied pit across the board. 
I can't even activate them fast enough because I'm still reacting to this song. I'm crowd killed before I get my finger up in this shit. He just knows what he's doing. I, like, ah, I respect the hell out of Soulfly. <laughs> <laughs> I like, get it. Like, how, how can you argue with this band? It's like, no, this is what we do. And we came here just to destroy. Like, let's go. Or downstroy. Ooh. He should have left it as downstroy. I agree. It shouldn't have yeah. been title three. He should have. I, I read I read something and I don't know how true it is, but that he wanted to have at least one of the Soulfly records be named at like one of the the first Led Zeppelin records. Mm. So mm. he chose I can to see him doing that. Again, I don't know if that's totally true. That's just something I came across when I was reading about this. You know, I guess if I ever meet him, I'll ask. Well, first, you got to tell him. Well, you got to have Matt tell him that he that he respects the shit out of Soulfly. First. First and foremost. First foremost, I respect the shit out of Soulfly. Like, you saw them live. Is this crowd popping off the whole time? I'll just tell you this. And I don't know if I mentioned this when I talked about it the first time. There were multiple moments where Toomey and I, because I went with our good friend Josh Toomey, looked at each other like, this motherfucker ain't letting up. And it makes sense, because what? Max doesn't really have any ballads. I mean, he's got some canyon jams, but those are for the records, or those are for a campfire. We're, we're, here, we're here in front of the pit. We're here to just rock it. So, yeah, it, it's, it's pretty close to that live. We're just ripping it up the entire set straight hour of just relentless relentless in a great way a great relentless i love that you specified we're nearby the pit (laughs) oh yeah i'm not in it (laughs) i'm standing a safe distance (laughs) from the pit (laughs) i had to get up for work in the morning i yeah i could not be in that pit no 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 oh no um yeah, I wrote in my notes, uh, yes, with five S's, and that I love the lyric, it's not what you see, it's what you feel. And this is a very heavy song about following your faith and acknowledging how personal it is. And that, honestly, there's a riff switch at 235. And I think we need to get to it because I wrote in my notes that it made me want to crowd surf my living room. All right, here we go. <sighs> Just carry me around. Just pass me around till I get to the breakfast nook. Okay, Jess, that's all I need you to do. Ah, uh, incredible, incredible stuff. I love it so much. We're three tracks in. This guy, Max is back. Okay, he's back. Um, imagine being a Soulfly fan in 2002, and you know other people are, are are putting records out maybe they're letting you down maybe they've been wasting time and here is max just at a clip 
96 Roots, 98 Self-Titled Soulfly, 2000 Primitive, 2002 Clockwork, here's three. More Rippers, Ripper Christmas. (sighs) Ripper Christmas. What a gift. All right. Want to keep going? I do. Okay, well then we will. Uh, Up next, we've got one. Christian Mikado of Il Nino on the verses there. And this was, um, this is once again, as you know from our other episodes on Max albums, Max loves a collaboration. Max loves to get in the studio with somebody who just inspires him to just try something else. And sometimes those experiments go awry, but sometimes they yield surprising results. Max made a great song with Sean Lennon. What? It happened. It's true. It's on Primitive. So here, I see he's working with the guy from El Nino. I'm like, mm, we'll see. But this one, I don't know if it quite comes together. Um, I love, honestly, I like the parts on their own, but together it doesn't really quite feel like the same song to me. It's a little weird. Jenny, what did you think? I agree. This feels a little bit pieced together um i also thought that he was it i was like there's no way he's saying predatory juggalo but it sounds like it and it's it's predatory Mm -hmm. jungle law um which makes a lot more sense um (laughs) then i was i know that's not what he's saying but uh yeah i agree (laughs) juggalo i was like i do they have some sort of uh i don't know like issue with juggalos i but no no, they don't. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with you, Lauren. It, it didn't quite come together for me either. Uh, Matt, what did you think? Uh, I didn't like this one. They can they can do that. It's track four, a little bit slower, a little bit more uh, not in their wheelhouse. You know, like kind of yeah. didn't like it. Yeah, it's just, yeah, once again, though, it's just, you know, now that I've, you know, gone through the primitive experience, you know, where he was trying different things, you know, this doesn't surprise me too much. Because you know what happened. You know how this came together. Max, at a festival, runs into the guy from El Nino, and they hit it off. And Max is like, let's do a song together. And unlike anyone else in the fucking world, 
Max, Max holds you to it. Holds you to it. He's like, you coming to my house? You coming over? I'm producing this myself. All Gloria right? will make you something to eat. Yes, we're going to have this. All my kids are going to be there. Everybody's going to be there. Yeah, everyone. Terry Date, I got a mixin'. Come on over. So the heart's in his right place, as always, you know? I never feel a Max collaboration has any intention behind it besides Max thought this would be fun. So I always give it that benefit of the doubt, though this song does not work for me. All right. Well, let's see if the rest of the album works for us. Up next, we have a song called L-O-T-M, Last of the Mohicans. Yeah, buddy. You got to go to 140. Okay. Here we go. (laughs) 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 Uh, You know what, Jenny? What is this song about? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> what do you think it's about? A book by Rudyard Kipling. <laughs> uh, this song, I'll just, I'll just read you some of the lines from these lyrics. No follow, no trends. We know you are too fake. The song remains insane, and we are here to stay. And then in the second one, he says, Our, tri- our tribe spreads everywhere. Sell out? I say, fuck that. You better show respect. Cause we're not like the rest and I could go on. It gets, it keeps going. If you told me that Max sang the song with some bloody meat in his teeth and that at that one part when he goes, he's spitting out a chunk of meat cause it was bothering him. Mm-hmm. I'd believe you. I'd yeah. believe you. All right. I wouldn't, I wouldn't ask for a secondary source. Nope. I'd say true fact, print it. Front page. Wow. <laughs> Lauren's mm. weekly Soulfly newsletter. <laughs> print it. If it sounds print true, it. we'll print it. That's it. Yeah. Uh, Jenny, what did you think? Uh, I loved it. I didn't even care what it was about. I was like, it's a ripper. I'm here for it. I like this. Um, I do think this gets a little bit away from something that I'd consider to be new metal. Um, yeah. But 
I mean, for me, that's no problem whatsoever. Uh, <laughs> no offense show we've done for the last four years. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I loved it. This is one of my favorites on the album for sure. How about you? Matt? You know, I listened to this and I am blown away by just how uh, focused that this band can be after all of these years, he can still put out something like this, which is like insane. <laughs> like not a lot of bands have one of these in them. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And here he is on, you know, like his 12th studio album. I don't think it's that many, but it's like a no, lot. No, of stu- I- I don't think you're wrong because I believe he did, what, was there at least five or six Sepultura records before they started Soulfly? Probably. So this is this may be his like ninth or tenth record. So there you go. I mean, he's just he's a machine. He's a machine. And I know someone is yelling right now, we could totally pull up the Wikipedia and count the records, but no one wants to listen to us count. We're not um, here to count, all right? No. no. <laughs> I refuse <laughs> to count. Uh, all right. Up next, uh, we have a song called Brazil. is the 11th album studio album that max cavalera has worked on so i was close but uh according to price is right rules i lose because i overbid Mm. you did overbid this is true this is true so no game of new metal plinko for you that's right we Uh, abide by all price is right rules (laughs) Rules around you (laughs) oh yeah we were like we need to adopt a rule book what should it be so I was like, I don't know, price or price is price right. Price is right rules. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, yeah. yeah, that's that works for us. <laughs> uh, so this song is sung in Portuguese. It is all about Brazil. And 
thankfully. Songmeanings.com. Jenny, your website. Never mm-hmm. enough credit to you for this website. Um, Built it myself. S- maintain it myself. The um, I, I just want to give credit where it was due. Uh, lyrics were su- submitted by slip six 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 not that was the username thank you so much uh mr or mrs slip uh and they kindly translated the lyrics for us and so jenny if you want to just hit us with this first verse i think it's really important sure uh let's detonate this shit kicked the dust high let's kick ass let's fuck shit up let's detonate this shit let's cut the ground Get up, brother. Come on. Let's detonate this shit. Let's detonate this shit. It's on brand. Uh... <laughs> Incredibly on brand. Incredibly. Like when I saw that, I said, checks out. I can believe it. I love it. It's beautiful. It's a song about Brazil. Um, the uh, other verse, he, he lists um, details of what I would say, as Max would say, is the real Brazil. The houses, the cities, the sidewalks, the street kids, the street corners, the holes, lost bullets, the roofs, famous tunnel in downtown Sao Paulo, the crowd, slums where most poor people live, soccer crowds. Oh, I see what this is. This is not so much a direct uh, translation as definitions of some of these words Um, because he just says favelas, which is defined as slums where most poor people live. Um, So, yeah. Also, apparently, there's something called a jingada, which is defined as a typical dance slash fight from the north, which I imagine could be confusing. I'm inviting you to a jingada. A dance fight. To a dance fight? A dance fight? Oh, is this like the uh, Beat It video? Yes. And I practice jimkata. Get me a pommel horse. There it is. And you're going to pay. You're going to fuck somebody up. I love it. It's wonderful. That's all I really have to say about that one. Anything else on uh, Brazil? Not from me. Are we ready for the next song? Let's keep doing it. All right. Up next, we've got Tree of Pain. It's me, Prowler. What's up? Oh, hey, how are you? I figure this is probably the only part of the album I can come in on, so uh, just wanted to check in how you guys are coronavirus and out. Uh, we're, we're, we're all right. We're all right. Hey, is this Tree of Pain? Whoa, lady vocals. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Pretty cold outside. You, you doing all right out there? No. <laughs> no. No. I think my voice is completely different than what it normally is. So this song um, has multiple parts. So we start with this part featuring Asha uh, Rubowen, if I'm saying that right, who was also featured on Primitive. Then we have a second part that features Max, and the third part featuring Richie Cavalera. So I have delineated all these down. So Matt, if you want to go to 218, 
We will now hear Max's part of Tree of Pain. Matt, you you started handing out medals and awards when that drop happened. <laughs> it's not so much as a drop as it is a sucker punch. It's like, hey, <laughs> hey, y'all chilled out? Y'all feeling good? This tree of pain. <laughs> <laughs> this tree of pain. Incredibly visceral. A surprise, definitely for me, the first time I listened to it. Jenny, did it also take you by surprise? Oh, yes. I was very much like, wow, okay, we're really investing and rolling with the slow boy. And then all of a sudden, well, okay. (laughs) Bandage ripped off. Uh, So before we get to Richie's part, I thought it'd be good if we went down to songmeanings.com commenter Slip Nino, who gave us a little bit of backstory on the song. And they said that they pulled this from the Soulfly bio on the Roadrunner Records website. So the song Tree of Pain began as a backyard acoustic get-together, further adding to the organic methodology of Max's songwriting. Checks out. I've read the book. For this epic eight-minute song, Max enlisted to the services of Asha Raboan, who is no newcomer when it comes to working with the band. She sang on Fly High, which appears at the end of Primitive. With Soulfly 3, I decided to give Asha a bigger part. She wrote some lyrics that really dig in deep. I really love the first line of the song. My pain is as deep as my roots. That's one of my favorite lines on the whole record, reveals Max. Max's stepson Richie also contributed to Tree of Pain, turning it into a three-part tale of loss. The song is about three people who have lost loved ones in their lifetime and can share that within each other. Each one of us sings in our own way. I have my way to express that feeling, Asha has her way, and Richie had his way because he lost his brother, offers Max. With that in mind, we'll now go to 435 to hear from Richie. I got to tell you, the first time I listened to it, I mean, I'll be honest, I was like, this guy's not a very good singer. But on subsequent listens, I was like, this dude is raw as fuck. This dude is literally just like bearing it all. Like he's not, he's not thinking about one second further than right 
now as he is ripping this song out of his lungs. Raw shit. I was impressed. Raw shit. Raw shit. Jenny, what did you think? The song was many songs at once. I like that at the end we get back to uh, to singing again. Um, I love that they continue to pay tribute to Dana. I don't know if this is my favorite one, but it doesn't really matter. So cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, Dana has, I mean, Dana has a lot of songs written in tribute to him. And, I mean, really a lot of songs. It seems pretty consistent. Yeah, is this my favorite Dana tribute song? Not necessarily. But this one is coming from a bit of a different place than, say, something like Bleed. Where he's, where Max, is, Max and Fred are literally like, we're going to find who took, who killed Dana. And it's over for you. You know, I think as we're seeing time pass and we're seeing how max is processing the loss while still mourning it he's i don't want to i don't want to accuse i would never accuse max cavalera of getting soft no. but he is uh but he's definitely um he's his views are or at least things are distances changing a little bit um although not so much for richie 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 is coming in super raw um but um yeah, I wrote and I wrote in my notes. Has any one person had this many rippers dedicated in their name? I say no. Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. Yeah. All um, right. All right, I think we're ready. All right, up next, we've got One Nation, which is a Sacred Reich cover. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation. I fear you're not perception, stand you're neglecting why? One nation all of races is true with me, my side. I should clean all ain't no fear, no soldier sick to die. I stay in free, trap up in the green of red alive. We will build the webs of war, which looks all over us. In the war, but in the laser, you're to death. We won't close our eyes to the crisis we jump out. We won't stand and watch. There were six feet on the pole. The future is our burden. We can't stand and watch as the world around crumbles. Offers are his mark. We won't choose our goal. One nation, you defeat, and you must be the cover. War starts world. Peace, peace. So I got to say, any song that starts with a bunch of kids doing the Pledge of Allegiance, I'm like, something's about to happen. Something's Shit's about, about to, to go down. Shit's about to go down. Yeah, um, I don't I don't yeah. think it's going to be too favorable for the old US of A there. <laughs> that might be taking it on the chin in this song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, dare I say, that use of the Pledge of Allegiance may have been ironic. What? Just saying. Look, it may not have been sincere usage. Look, I'm going to be honest with you. After September 11th, I did some pretty intense anti-patriotic art. So <laughs> you won't hear shit from me about this. I did some very intense art. 
Uh, one thing I did notice about this song, not very new metal. Did not feel very, very new metal at all. I was gonna, I was gonna mention that because yeah, this one felt more. Oh boy, this is where I start to show my ass. But it didn't feel new metal. Felt just kind of straight ahead metal meets more of a uh, thrash. Is that the right? Yeah, this is a cover of a Sacred Reich song, and they were part of like a the second wave of thrash. So. Thank you. Who wipes brow? <laughs> you were right. You <laughs> wipes were right. brow. You were on it. You were on it. You know saving it, himself from the comments <laughs> because everybody's been gunning for me. Oh, they're Fucking, like, oh, we're going to uh, get him this time. He fucks up metal genres. He's all mine. Oh, yeah. Yep. Everyone's just uh, waiting to tear us all apart. <laughs> 200 episodes. They've been cleaning that gun. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're like waiting there. Wednesday morning. Let me get my knives out because I'm ready to stab. Um, yeah. I mean, I just wrote in my notes. Heavy as fuck. You know, that's what they were going for with this one. Next, uh, Jenny, we just got to dive right in. Yeah, <laughs> we sure do. It's uh, 9-11-01. Oh, boy. That's it. That's it's it. Sil- it's, a, it's, a, it's literally a moment of silence. It's a minute of silence. Wow. And I was not yeah. expecting that. And I uh, went on song meetings just to see if it even had a posting. And it does. And unlike every other song on this album, it has the most comments. <laughs> and it's a shit show. I'll find uh, one comment that I thought was good, which was from Frank8910, who said, Max said in an interview that he did the minute of silence so he wouldn't have to tell people what they should think, but that they can think for themselves. Fair enough. There you go. Good. Yeah. And then I won't read the whole comment from commenter Bods. I'll just read the beginning. You fucking morons. Not all <laughs> of you, but there are quite a few here. Mm. Yeah. And on and on and on. And that's, Maybe that's... you've seen Loose Change. Mm-hmm. Mm, boy. Um, yeah, it's uh, it gets pretty wild, uh, pretty out of hand. But you know what? I would expect nothing less from comments under a moment of silence song. And uh, I think all of our opinions are the same. Nine uh, Eleven, <laughs> never forget. <laughs> I do think uh, this comment, uh, this comment, this uh, part of the review from the Enemy review for uh, the album that stated. Uh, that the album is uh, another claw, a clench-jawed grind through seven kinds of hell. Soulfly must be the only band who can make the obligatory minute of September 11th silence seem loud. Oh, there and this we is go. valid. That's a good one. When you're, lis- when you're listening to this album and you come off that sacred right track and then it's just silence for a second, you notice. You're like, oh, oh. So... All right. All right. Up next, we've got Call to Arms. Fight, 
I mean, how can you argue with a hardcore song? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I like the sound of the song, but the content Mm. of it is so of the time. It's literally about blowing up (laughs) Al-Qaeda. And I was waiting for like the turn or the wink and it does not come. It's like, no, we're going to bomb you and bring in the troops. And I'm like, yeah, but, but yeah, wink. And it's just a stare back at you. And you're like, Okay. Through sweaty dreads from <laughs> yeah. Max, like that's it. That's the whole thing. Yeah, and the um the comment section is just a fucking shit show, too. There's <laughs> yeah. there's no other way to put it. Um, God, <laughs> the world is a tough place to be sometimes. <laughs> yeah, these uh, the, I went through these uh, comments and I was like. Oh, no, can't read that on the show. Mm, no, not going to read that one on the show. Um, there was one comment from commenter Predisposition who who attempts to make the case that this song might be satire. I'll read the comments. I'll read the comment. Upon looking at other lyrics from the CD... It seems like he's either a huge hypocrite or these lyrics are a satire and just making fun of people who think this way, i.e. the guy who says he's not racist and in turn calls someone a gay cocksucker. Just saying. I think I think that's... he's I think that's a stretch. I think it's a bit of a stretch. I think we're in aerobics class and we're in a bit of a stretch. All right. I don't know. I think I think you're right, Jenny. I think this is just the mindset of the times. Yeah. I mean, look, maybe not. <laughs> but <laughs> if I had to guess, I'd say probably. 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 Okay, let's keep going. Um, up next, we've got four elements. If you want to go to 128 so we can get that chorus. All right. Here we go.
Oh. Heart, fist, soul, fly? No. Heart, fist, soul, mind. The four elements, Matt. Heart. Heart. Fist. Mm-hmm. Soul. Mm-hmm. Mind. That's right. Although, although I would have loved for the four elements to be soul fly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Captain Planet would be so much different if those were the four elements. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> It'd be a different show. It'd be a much different show. Um, Why is uh, Captain Planet <laughs> punching that guy? He's using all four elements. <laughs> He's murdering him. That's fine. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going to read a lyric, and then I'm just going to work around the table, and we can all uh, say what we think this song is about. Motherfuckers rip off my name and pretend on your bullshit fame. Jenny, who do you think this song is about? Oh, <laughs> I couldn't say. <laughs> Matt, who do you think this song is about? Well, quick cue. Uh, when did the first non-Mac Sepultura album come out? That's a great cue. Um, I'm going to guess it was right around this time, but you know. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think that's a kind of aimed right at his old band there. Yeah, I'm going to say that this happened. Yeah, well, it came in 1998. Yeah. Well, he's coming for him now. He's coming for him like he always would. And uh I mean that chorus. This chorus I'll bring the shit, I'll throw down, I'll make you bleed. No subtext there. That's straight text. That is true. Uh, this oh. is a ripper. I think I think we all loved it, right? Yes. Absolutely I was into it. it. Uh, all right. Up next, we've got Soulfly 3, which is an instrumental track. Back in the canyon. Look out for snakes. Snakes everywhere in this canyon. Snakes. I saw a man bite a snake's head off. Became a man snake. All right, we. I think we get it. Oh no, <laughs> Matt! I feel like you were onto something yeah, there. So we got a man just, snake. Does snake man? fear man, or does man fear snake? Let's find out. Does man fear snake, or does snake fear man? The answer is in the stars. Ah, uh, the stars uh, fear the snake man. Right. That's why they're up there, that and the classic. snake man touch down the here. orb in the skies, and you'll get a big surprise. Answer to the snake man riddle. Yes, that is that is how the earth see at first at first mm-hmm. the universe was all hanging out. They were like real close. They were all like, cool, oh yeah, yeah, I want to be around Earth. Earth is sick. And then a snake man snake appeared. A, a snake and man and sn- like seeing a fucked up spider in your house, they were all like, what the fuck is that? And they ran. And they they went to get a cup to put over the spider as not to kill it. That's like the ozone layer. 
Correct. Okay, so that's what the oh. ozone layer. It's the cup okay. the universe put on top of us. I think there's some more lyrics to this song. Let's just take a quick look. Sure. Okay. In the future, a woman will be right about this song. And it all took our place on a tortoise's back. Whoa. Whoa, that's right. Whoa. I'm actually riding on a tortoise's back right now, just around my house. We're used... all, it's a very weird flat earth theory that yes. is, we're all on a tortoise shell. Oh, really? Prove it wrong. I mean, prove it wrong. <laughs> prove it wrong. Of the earth. Yeah. No, Mitch you? and I, we used our, um, our stimulus money to buy a, a really old Galapagos tortoise <laughs> who just been riding around on it. Um, and as it was prophesied, um, I was right. So you're welcome. But the prophecy is true. Yeah. Cash at me. Uh, I'll tell you the future. <laughs> cash at me. Yeah. Hit her up. All right. Uh, what do we all think of that song? It's fine. I, I mean, it's great. It's fine. I mean, it's. I, I knew it was coming. I mean, Max always knows the sequencing. So, I mean, we're coming off of Call to Arms and Four Elements. You know, we've been pretty good bludgeoned. We're here for a good little chill out. We come out of the chill out. We're ready for a little bit more. All right. Uh, we have another cover. Uh, and I apologize in advance uh, for... I do my best to pronounce this <laughs> correctly. Uh, Sange de Bairo. start with you you know anytime i see a big smile on matt naz's face i know we got something special here this talk is, us through your feeling i've i felt good this you said early this is a party this is this is a this keeps the party going this song would keep the party going because we have been exhausted in pit after pit after pit and Although you may never play a, uh, a Soulfly 3 in a live setting, something like this could be the break that you need for community, feeling good. But I don't need to, I don't need to push anybody. I don't need to be pushed while this song is happening. I, I'm going to put my hands in the air. A lot of pointing during this one. Catch my breath. Get ready for the next ripper. But still, enjoy myself thoroughly. 
I like it. I I have nothing to add. <laughs> I have nothing to add. Jenny? No, 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 Matt. I think you nailed it. We are at the last song, but Holy Matt... crap. I never asked my question. How respectful yes. of our time is this album? Uh, this album comes in at 59 minutes and six seconds. So but There is another secret track, right? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. So there's a little bit of... So it's probably like, what, 55, 50 minutes? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's I mean... Long. It, Max, Max is always indulging. Max is, you know, always, I don't think Max has ever given us anything under an hour. I think he's, you know, he's in the studio. He's vibing. Here's the thing. When you're doing Canyon jams, when you're doing eight minute jam outs by the campfire, you, it's going to be very tough. I think Max only has one short album. I think like the like eighth or ninth Soulfly record is like 35 minutes or something like that. But otherwise they're always generally around an hour just how it works with them but yeah we've got uh we've got zumbai which is the last song and then there's a secret song too but we'll start with zumbai Wow, that shaker is mixed. Very present in the soundstage. That is right on my right. It's right there. And, um, yeah, you basically get the idea. This is uh, it's, it's, it's sort of a canyon jam in that sense. And then if you go to 317, you can hear the secret song. All right, here we go. So yeah, yeah. I I will say that I found these chimes to be incredibly annoying um, every time. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, all right. I'm gonna fast forward just a little then. Okay. They oh, stayed they, they, persistent oh, oh, through the whole secret song, Matt. <laughs> it's okay. No moss. Like, yeah, it's like uh, it's like being on your parents' deck with the wind chime going, and you're just like, why do we have a wind chime? A thought. I always had as a child. Why oh. do we have this thing making noise? I don't so understand. When I lived in my condo, the condo with Catherine, my father, who I'm, we're a work in progress relationship wise, comes over and he has a gift for me. And it is a set of wind chimes. And I'm like, thanks, dad. And then he gives me another gift. And it is a second set of wind chimes. I thought it was going to be wind. I thought he got you the complete set. He got me the, the second gift, a fan. Yes. An oscillating fan so that I can enjoy the wind chimes whenever I want. Um, guys, I have terrible news for you. Oh, no. When we moved from the condo to the new house... Sorry to say, guys, the box with the wind chimes ooh, didn't make it. What? It was murdered. <laughs> it was killed. <laughs> Have you ever seen Zodiac? 
my I God. have. I have. Wait, is this that is what happened to your wind chimes? <laughs> Zodiac, Ted Cruz got your wind chimes? <laughs> Teddy Cruz. Oh, man. The wind chime killer. The wind I feel chi- so bad. This is Zodiac. I have your wind chimes. I feel, feel so bad about that couple that got stabbed by the water, and I feel bad about your wind chimes. Both taken too soon. Uh, um, R.I.P. Dub chimes. R.I.P. both. Um, and that's the record. That's Soulfly 3, or as we all know in our hearts, Downstroy. And uh, now it's the part of the show where we talk about... Cannon talk. Talk about the cannon. Jenny, we'll start with you. Oh, no. We always start with me. I'll start. Um, I really liked this record. Um, It was very fun to listen to. And I think uh, Max and and the boys deliver as ever. That said, I don't know if I'd put the whole thing in. As much as I really enjoyed it, I'm not sure if I find the whole thing to be essential. For me... The first three tracks seem very canon worthy. I think they're very new metal. They're very heavy and I enjoy them. After that, I'm not so sure. Um, Even like I love, I think my favorite track on the album is Last of the Mohicans, but I'm not so sure that that's a new metal song. And so I would... I would put the first three in. I'm not so sure about the rest. Um, And I'm curious to hear what you both think. So I think Max is coming off an incredible run. I mean, Roots, Soulfly, Primitive, now three. Um, This record has some dips, but I don't think it really has any straight-up stinkers. It's got some great rippers. And I I just want to say I think it's possible that there may be people who will be like, it's Max just doing what he does. But what he does is always so great, and I feel like it would be to our detriment to take Max for granted. That being said, this record, when it came out, 2002, we're, we're starting into the come down, and this already does feel like a tilt away. You know, Max is forever roaming his mind for ideas and things he wants to do and you kind of feel like he gives you downstroy seek and strike enter faith one two three as basically like hey here's some new metal rippers this is what i do but also i want to branch out i want to try other things and then the record really kind of gets experimental after that with you know we have two covers on it and where we have these interesting sort of collaborations everything that does sort of get out of the new metal vein, because he's kind of going in a new direction. So I would agree with Jenny. I would say Downstroy, Seek and Strike, and Enter Faith, I those still feel very much like essential new metal documents. But then after that, it seems like Max is starting to get away from it. Um, because that's what he needs to do. He's got to follow his muse. Um, but, I mean, if Downstroy, Seek and Strike, are, and Enter Faith are the last three true new metal songs that Max does for a while, what a way to go out. So those are the three I'd put in. I'd agree, not the whole album. Matt, thoughts? Wow. Um, I thought I was going to be sitting over here thinking I'm the only one who thinks that the whole thing shouldn't go in. And then you guys talked. And I was like, oh, we all feel the same. Um, Yeah, 
I, I think those three songs, we, I personally gushed at the top of this episode about those three songs. I was swept away by the charm. And then pretty much from song four on, it's been a little bit of a different journey. Um, still excellent, still high quality. And at the same time, those first three songs are ironclad. You could throw them in a set right now and you'd be fine. So I'm good. All right. So we are all in agreement then. Downstroy, Seek and Strike, and Enter Faith by Soulfly into the new metal canon. Max, welcome back. What a delight. What a Truly delight. a delight. And that does bring us to the end of our episode. Thank you so much for listening. Keep on saying hello online, sending your recommendations, telling us your new metal stories. Roach Coach on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, Jenny, thank you. Lauren, thank you. Matt. Matt. Thank Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Watch out for the hitman.